Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, welcome to your Hollywood crime scene mini episode. Hi. Desi, what is even happening? This week got out of hand. Should we just, okay, this isn't our top story, but let's, let me just say that yesterday a truck crashed. <laughs> came plowing through my like it crashed into my house yesterday well your fence it destroyed my fence and a wall like a a a brick wall that was holding the fence that was holding the fence and it completely it came into my like front patio like there was a huge giant truck yeah (laughs) and it destroyed my plants no, it was crazy. Like a car came, like nearly crashed through my house yesterday, um, destroyed pretty much everything in, in front of my house. And it was like, I thought I was going to die. It was like the loudest crash I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty big cinder block wall. Yeah. That and came with, tumbling down. And those little bricks, those cinder blocks, the ones with the designs on them, mm-hmm. those are like you know, from the very first owners of the house. They're like antique. Right. There was like a mural painted There was on also it. a mural painted on. So that's gone. That's so sad. It's really sad. Um, anyway, so that like kind of derailed our plans <laughs> yesterday because like the front of my house is destroyed basically. And then Desi wasn't feeling good. Well, I was sick. That was initially what derailed the yeah. mini episode. I had either food poisoning or a stomach flu. And then when we were trying to figure out when we could record again, we had our own truck crash. Dude, (laughs) the most upsetting part about all of this is that he wasn't playing, this truck driver wasn't playing Guns N' Roses when he crashed into my house. Right, or didn't have a cab full of fettuccine Alfredo. I know. (laughs) There was no exciting truck spill. This is what I get. This is what I get for dunking on truck spills for a living. This is the universe punishing me. I literally thought that when I got the stomach flu or whatever it was, I was like, this is what I get for laughing at the people shitting in the um, haunted attraction. <laughs> sort of having diarrhea on the plane. So we, this week was our get, us getting our karma. This was, if you've ever listened, to, if you hate listen to this podcast and you're like, those stupid bitches, I fucking hate these bitches. This is the episode you've been waiting for. This is the episode you, we've we've finally gotten our karmic retribution. Uh, well, let's have some laughs, Desi. Okay, we'll try. So I did have this story for Halloween, but I'm still going to do it because it fits um, our show and what we're just talking about. There was actually a truck spill that was full of pumpkins. I saw this. So this would have been fun on Halloween, but I was barfing. And I didn't have a cleanup crew coming over. I had to do it myself. Uh, So (laughs) this happened. Where's this from? um, KTLA. This happened in LA. This is a this is a hometown story. Hometown story on Smoky Bear Road. What in Lebec? Um, Lebec. Where the hell is that? It's like in that weird. It's like in a mountain town or something. So a semi-trailer was carrying a load of pumpkins um, and it crashed and caught, the pumpkins caught fire. What? Yeah, it caught fire. Um, So there's video from the scene. There's hundreds of burnt and bruised pumpkins littering the roadway as crews uh, distinguish, I'm sorry, extinguish the fire. Oh yeah, they are, they're quite charred. I mean that must have smelled kind of good. It must have to smelled. Be it's like roasted pumpkins. In I don't the, think anyone was road. hurt. Um, so yeah, that would have been a nice little uh, tying everything together. An LA pumpkin truck spill for Halloween. What could be better? Well, um, so 
I have a lot of other stories. I hate what my new thing now is sometimes I'll see a story. I'm like, that sounds interesting. And I click on it and it's just an, it's just an, am I the asshole post? Oh, like a Do you Reddit? see that all the time where it's like, oh, that story looks good. And you click it open. And it's like, oh, it's just an, am I the asshole story? No, you don't, you haven't seen that. This is like a new thing I keep coming across when I'm searching for stories. I'll see an interesting story headline and, and it's, it's just an AITA post from Reddit. that they're using as a story. Or That's something. annoying. Um, so I'm going to not do that story. Um, thieves, what's this? See, these, I, I had all these ready for Tuesday, so I don't even remember what the hell I was. Um, I posted these in a, I, I collected these in a fevered dream. Our next story is from the Bay Area. It is from Fox KTVU. Did you like that station? No. <laughs> do you know it? I don't know. Um, did you like- Bay Area. <laughs> Are you a fan of KTVU? I'm going to tell you what station I did like. I liked Coffee, K-O-F-Y, because that was a local Bay Area TV station because it would feature, during their bumpers, it would feature people's, like local people's pets. Oh, right. You told me about this. So you can actually watch compilations on YouTube from the 80s and 90s Mm. of these bumpers from this local Bay Area station. If your pet was ever featured on Coffee TV 20, please write into the show and send a picture of your pet. Thank you. Um, So this headline, Bay Area Ritz-Carlton sued after woman was allegedly served semen-contaminated water. What? Yes. That the Ritz? What was supposed to be another luxurious day at the Ritz-Carlton turned nightmarish for one couple. Jane and John Doe of Washington State arrived at the Oceanfront Luxury Resort for the weekend of November 18th. 2022 to visit the daughter after attending a Thanksgiving holiday celebration. However, they were things were derailed after Jane had a sip of a Ritz Carlton branded water bottle that was contaminated with semen. <laughs> now I love these stories because at some point this woman had to be like, "This tastes like cum." <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? Well, that's where you have to publicly admit that you're very familiar with the what cum tastes like. Yes, which is fine. But I mean, I think a lot of I think a lot of people are very familiar with the taste of absolutely. cum. Absolutely, obviously, but you don't want to have to like publicly acknowledge that, especially if you're in like a nice little family couple. Like you're if, like if you're at the Ritz Carlton, <laughs> yeah. So they're suing um, the resort. Uh, it's, Was it a sealed bottle? Um, let's see. The plaintiffs have not identified themselves, claiming to avoid harassment. Because they're like, hey, bitch, you swallow. <laughs> Give me some. Um, however, it's not, the only, it's not only the plaintiff's identities that are unknown. According to the lawsuit, at least 10 defendants are unidentified because the hotel refuses to identify employees present that weekend to the couple and local law enforcement. I, I have a question. I have a, I have a lot of questions. Okay. So they drank it out of a Ritz-Carlton water bottle? You're really assuming I've read this article, <laughs> and I have absolutely not. So I have no idea. I'm gonna. You'll find out when I find out. The lawsuit alleges the visit began normally, and the couple were properly greeted when they arrived for the stay. Nothing amiss. On the night of November 18th, the couple realized they were out of water and called the front desk for some more. Moments later, a male employee arrived <laughs> with at least five bottles. And had they had no reason to believe the bottles were tampered with and defiled. <gasps> Jane went to sleep and woke up in the middle of the night and reached for a bottle. According to her, she knew something was wrong and alerted hotel security and management. Jane said the water's taste and texture were off. Ugh, texture? I'm going to be sick. And she initially thought it was a chemical contamination um, before she started suspecting it was semen. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't she see... Couldn't she see the semen in the water? Yeah. Like floating in there? Because if you put semen in water, like semen and water do not mix. It's you would have like a little viscous ropey thing floating. You'd, you'd have a floating rope in there. Well, the insurance claim adjuster, um, I guess they tested it. That's probably not a typical part of his job. <laughs> and it was it was defiled with semen. So she was right. Um, the lawsuit says that one of the hotel's employees ejaculated semen into the Ritz-Carlton labeled water bottle, delivered it to the couple, 
And then Jane Doe drank the semen water before she realized it had been defiled um, with semen. This is so upsetting. It's really gross. And we've, I feel like we've covered a stem. Remember there was like something with yogurt? This is, we've talked, like this has happened before. Not this specific incident, but like incidents like this where guys are just jizzing into things that strangers or even sometimes acquaintances are consuming. And it's so disgusting. Wasn't there like a school teacher that yes. that put semen in the cookies? Oh God, yes, that was vile. Um, so I guess their big part of their lawsuit is that the resort is kind of fighting them. They're not get, handing over the semen bottle or other bottles from that night to like investigators. Yeah, and they're not telling them who was working that night, so they can't like you know find out who the guy was that's who ups- delivered it. That's upsetting. You'd think that this hotel would be like, we're taking this matter very seriously. I guess only the insurance company has done this investigation, but law enforcement has not because they could possibly get DNA samples, I guess, from the semen. Um, So yeah, that's crazy, especially at the Ritz-Carlton. You expect this at the Best Western. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Don't at me. Um, That's just so gross. It's really scary because we all take food and water and beverages all the time from places, right? Yeah, there's a level of trust that you have and you hope that people aren't being disgusting. Um, So when Rachel had her car crash, it actually reminded me of a story that had just happened. Mm. Not a car crash, but actor Alan Ruck crashed into a Hollywood pizza parlor. I know. This happened like the day before a truck crashed into my front yard. So he was driving a Rivian truck. I don't know what the fuck that is. Is that like a fancy truck? I don't know. It must be expensive. He's driving around. This article in the LA Times said, um, Alan Ruck seemed like he was trying to get some pizza. I was like, that's not how you get pizza. He would have gotten it delivered, first of all. But he's driving around, and he crashed into Ruffalo's Pizza in Hollywood. This is an iconic... I mean, I haven't gone there. I don't know that it's great pizza, but it's been around. It's been around. Have you been to Ruffalo's? No. Where is that? I feel like I've passed it a million times. Um, So he basically crashed into another car... Um, and then kept driving and eventually crashed into Ruffalo's. So I don't know what was going on. There were some minor injuries, but we haven't gotten an update on what was the reason for this uh, accident. Um, like no one said he was driving drunk or had a medical incident, which is possible. This really is the new truck spills, is, is cars <laughs> driving into things. It was crazy when you... Um, texted about the thing because I had literally was looking for stories and saw this and um, when I saw the pictures I was like is that the Alan Ruck crash (laughs) like that's how similar it looks almost because there was even a truck yeah it was a giant truck and there was just debris and bricks and my fucking fence is gone so I'm glad everyone's okay, and I hope Alan Ruck is okay. I hope he's okay, um, too. But we haven't heard. We have. There's no fatalities at the pizza shop, the pizza? No. no it was only thank, minor injuries. Thank God. So, um, I sent this to Rachel yesterday. Police bus driver of booty patrol vehicle in Central Florida. Now, I found out some more information. Basically, what happened is this guy, he's a teenager, actually, Painted his truck to look like a border patrol truck, but where it says border patrol, he put booty patrol. <laughs> he got in trouble for that, <laughs> even though it's Florida, where you think something like these like antics would be um, okay. You got, yeah, I think people in Florida are like, ah, that's funny. Go yeah, on, kid. This is the least of our problems. Absolutely. The driver got cited by Florida police. Um, there is a law that bans vehicles from having similar um, lights as those by um, used by law enforcement because he also had some whatever those fucking golden colored lights on top of the truck, I think. I mean, I saw this 
I saw this vehicle that he painted to look like Border Patrol. It really does like look like it. Like if you just glanced at it, right, you'd be like, "That's a Border Patrol vehicle," but then it says Booty Patrol. I fucking love it. So he he had it down to a T. Um, the truck store also features a decal that says National Booty Behavior Protection. <laughs> Wait, where? What the truck store? The truck had a decal on its door that said National Booty Behavior Protection. <laughs> this guy went all out. Was this like for Halloween? I don't know that it was for or Halloween. Or just for fun. I think he just fucking loves booties. And I think he was being funny. Oh, there was an update. Police clarified that the driver had been pulled over and that the initial post was to ensure that the public can avoid being duped by such individuals. But supporters of the booty patrol truck have been quick to defend the vehicle online. What a great way of using county funds, one person wrote. Another wrote, do y'all ever do actual police work? Really out here protecting and serving. This guy's only 18 years old. His name is Gabriel Luviano. Um, and he's frequently posted about his vehicle online. So he's had it for a while. I think it's funny. In an interview with USA Today, he said that the truck has been decorated with booty protection information for over a year. <laughs> information. <laughs> information. It's just funny. It was never meant to be anything bad, he said. He told USA Today that he never tried to pull anyone over, which was an allegation um, made by the police. Because, of course, they have to lie and make it seem like he's some kind of threat when he just is a booty patrol enthusiast. Yeah. Um, so they're acting like they've done something great. It's like when it's like when they post their gun bust and it's like a fucking revolver from the Civil War. Right. And it's like, oh, great. Thanks. That's off the street. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. You're so brave. <laughs> um, there's actually another semen story. Oh, again? I swear to God. This is from the Messenger News. It's time to break the news. What's the Messenger News? I don't fucking know. What is the Messenger News? Um, It looks official. (laughs) Thieves make off with two tanks of valuable Irish bull semen. Each container could be worth as much as $2,400. What do they use that for? There has to be like an official use of bull semen. A large quantity of cattle semen stored in artificial insemination tanks were stolen this week from Northern Ireland. The stolen tanks and contents were of significant value. And at this time, our inquiries are going on as we work to establish the circumstances surrounding the theft. This is an official um, statement from the Irish. Like they're on the job. We are, we're... (laughs) They're they're on the job. They take semen crimes in Ireland a lot more seriously than they do at the Bay Area Ritz-Carlton. Absolutely. We would encourage anyone who may have this type of equipment or who works in the industry to be vigilant. So I guess they get the com or semen um, and sort of sell it to another artificial insemination, like a cattle farmer, to keep certain genetic lines going. So this stuff is cryogenically frozen semen. Um, to do this is a highly skilled job. That's what she said. <laughs> to get the come out? No, to get that, to cryogenically freeze the semen so yeah. it's still usable. Um, and spilling the contents could be j- dangerous because the semen holds nitrous oxide at that point. <gasps> so this is fucking radioactive cum. Also, if you drop the semen, it's just going to like smash everywhere, right? right? And one farmer said, you don't mess around with liquid nitrogen. You don't. I'm scared of liquid nitrogen. Now, the bull semen is actually a hot commodity on the black market. <laughs> In 2016, $50,000 worth of that bull semen was stolen in California and in 2022, German authorities were searching for 60 containers of bull semen. Right, because I feel like I've come across stories of things like this. Like I thought, I'm like, have we done this story before? Because this is like something people do. They steal bull cum. I'm always fascinated by certain things that people steal. Like, wasn't there like things where copper wire was being st- Like, I don't know like what's hot on the black market. Yeah. But there always seems to be trends and things you would never think to even steal. And bull semen's hot. Bull semen is is it. It's it's twenty 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 three is the year of bull semen. Yeah. Goldie Hawn did an interview. 
I saw this. She says aliens touched her face during an out-of-this-world encounter. This is from E! News. Mm. That's how you can tell from the headline. It was out of this world. (laughs) Goldie Hawn recently detailed an extremely close encounter she had with the third kind while in her early 20s. The 77-year-old recently revealed that she had an encounter with an extraterrestrial in her early 20s. Okay, my God. At the time, she was sleeping in a friend's car while working as a dancer in California. I go to this high... I got... Go this high pitched sound in my ear. I got this high pitched sound in my ear, I guess. It was this high, high frequency. And I looked out the window and I saw these two or three triangular shaped heads. She described the aliens as being silver with a slash for a mouth and a tiny little nose. She saw them engaging in animated conversation. They were pointing at me, pointing at me in the car as if they were discussing me, like I was a subject and they were droning. I could not move. I was paralyzed. But despite thinking in the moment that she had made contact with outer space, she largely dismissed the memory as a dream. What? This, I can't believe. Why am I? Why why are we? I don't want to hear about someone's dream. You either fooled around with an alien or you didn't. Okay. I have one last story. And to be honest, it's old. But someone sent it to us in the Discord group, and I hadn't heard it, so I had to look it up. Okay. I have one small story, too. Okay. This is um, a Color Me Bad singer was arrested after attacking his bandmate on stage. Oh, yes. Sonia sent this to us. So, first of all, this guy, do you know which one this is? Oh, yeah. He's the one with the goatee. He's looks a lot different than he did in the early 90s. Right. So, Colored a Bad Night, this colored. is from consequence.net. Wait, Colored a Bad? Color it a Bad Night for Color Me Bad. Oh, that's what that's they said. That's the um, writing. The hit-making R&B outfit that since returning in 2010 have maintained a steady tour schedule. Um, not everything is so rosy, however, as sh- simmering tensions boiled over on stage during a recent performance in entire New York. Singer and founding man- member Mark Calderon belted out the final notes of the group's iconic I Want to Sex You Up. Fellow m- founding members Brian K. Abrams strolled on stage and fiercely shoved his bandmate, according to TMZ. <laughs> Calderon hit some sound equipment when he fell, resulting in a trip to the local hospital to treat neck and back pain. That's how old they are. <laughs> this is so sad. Um, Abrams gets arrested for misdemeanor assault and taken to jail. Sources told TMZ that Abrams, frustrated over issues with his voice, left the stage earlier that night. The Blast, meanwhile, reports that officers tell them alcohol was a factor. Like, no shit. I saw the video of this when Sonia sent it to us, and it is crazy. I love this quote. Sources say the tell The Blast that Abrams screamed, I'm motherfucking color me bad before pushing Calderon. I'm sorry. That's so sad. (laughs) I, what was he so, so he was angry at, Abrams was angry at his own voice and that's what caused him to lash out at Calderon. I think he was frustrated that he was having some vocal troubles and then he was frustrated other people were getting attention and not him. This is, I mean, that's that's a him problem. Yeah. I mean, he really slugs this guy. No, he's... I mean, obviously, there's probably way more going on than we know. We need to hear the tea. We need to hear what is going on internally with this, with this band for them to start punching each other on stage. Because this has clearly, like, been a long simmering issue. Right. And does Coloring Bad have more than one hit? Yes. What was their uh, other hit? Dream on, dream away. <laughs> yeah, I know that one. I adore. I think I, when I was like, I, when she said that, I was like, I hope this is recent because I want to do this story. And I was like, it's not, but I'm like, I still have to talk about it. We got I'm obsessed it. with that band. Yeah. There's just something about them that is so unlike any other band. Because they're first, they weren't the cutest. <laughs> They weren't. None they of them are very. They cute. weren't the cutest, but their two singles were both great, and they each had a very distinct hair. Yeah, like there was there was the <laughs> Kenny G guy, there was the George Michael, guy. there was the George Michael guy, 
I need to like look at like a, no. I need to look at like the guy who punched is the he looks like he could be like a Backstreet Boy because he had the the goatee and the short brown hair. The guy he, who got punched, or the I think guy he's who the puncher. Did the puncher. He's the puncher. <laughs> the one I had the picture of. He doesn't look like that anymore. But he no, he he, he has sort of the most traditional boy band look. Even though these were like men, I guess more. Um, they but, were still probably pretty young, but they, they definitely did not look like the other boy bands. They just were not as cute as the other ones. I don't know. No, they weren't that kind of, that's what I mean. Even though the boy bands might've been the same age, they looked more youthful. These guys looked like older guys to me, even though they might've been 25. Like, right. Um, I just will never get over the like Kenny G guy in color me bad. He was like, like when I think of color me bad, I always think of that guy first. <laughs> I that I want to sex you up video is like literally burned into my brain. Yeah, like if I watched it, I would have a full on meltdown because I know it by heart. Yeah, and I know all the inflections. Oh yeah, me too. And like <laughs> just like TikTok. <laughs> no, I agree. The Kenny G guy was wild. Like, it was like, <laughs> why is he here? <laughs> That but ha- I was also equally obsessed with the George Michael the guy. The George Michael I was like, guy. What's going on here? No, he was definitely yeah. Anyway, I'm obsessed with Color Me Bad, and maybe we can put an episode together on them. I don't know what I haven't done any research, but I <laughs> I need to know everything about them. Yeah, I um, want to hear how they met, how they like what their um, vision was. What happened? Why did they have like two hit singles and then just like disappeared? I mean, I feel like any music story has got to have some scandal and crime in it. Of course. Just because that industry is so, so fucked up many times. Yeah. Even if it doesn't have like some extreme scandal or crime happening, I'm always fascinated by musical acts who had like a meteoric rise and then just disappeared. Yeah. Like, I'm fascinated by that. Right. Because it must clearly be strife amongst the band members. And sometimes the mid-level guys or mid-level bands have it the worst, I think. Like, the strife amongst the band members. Because they get a little taste of it and they're kind of like... uh, But but they don't reach the ascension of boys to men. Right. Where they have a more... It's more money. So they're kind of like, we got to keep it together. Yeah. To keep this money train coming. But also it's like things that are out of their control too, because it's like music styles, like what becomes popular just changes like on a whim. Like you don't know what's going to be... Yes. And I don't think they had a loyal fan base like boy bands do where they're like the the teen girls wanted to like marry these guys. They didn't have that. I don't think. Do you remember people being like coloring bad is so hot? Uh, I might've been a little too young to be aware of people think, I mean, I don't know. Cause during that era, like the early nineties, the hot boy band guys were immature to me. I just don't remember the band having, immature. I don't remember them having like, um, you know, teeny bopper obsessed fans. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They yeah. were more like, yeah, in like a yeah, I don't, Millie Vanilli level maybe. Like, but but I think, Millie Vanilli was but, more hot. But maybe. yeah, but people thought Millie Vanilli were really hot because they had those like hot bodies too. And like, they were kind of like- They were like models. They I were mean, like models. Okay, we got to, I'm going to look we into need to Call like, Me Bad because I'm fascinated and maybe there's something juicy there. You know, There's got to be. You know who else was kind of like a- <laughs> You know who else was like kind of not hot and they also had like a similar level of success was All For One. Yeah. Yes. I mean... She's got skills. I think there's always one uggo in every boy band. Yeah. <laughs> but this was a whole collection. <laughs> they're, I mean, not, not they're ugly, but they're just not like typically hot boy band type guys. Yeah. I don't know. It was no. like all Chris Kirkpatrick. or something. It was a band full of Chris Kirk... <laughs> sorry, Chris Kirkpatrick. Do you but know what it, I mean? But we all know, yeah. Just I mean, he's it. perfectly fine. He's not like what you would typically think a boy they're, band member they're would They're not be. all J.C. Chazés. Ugh. When is he going to have a comeback? He really... Why, I want him to have a comeback. I don't he, give a shit about Justin Timberlake having well, a comeback. Well, that's come and gone long ago. And J- we need to give J.C. Chazé another chance... Yes. He had like two songs that he, from his solo career, and then both good, both good. <laughs> even even though 
I'm <laughs> sorry. Some girls dance with women. Stupid fucking song. Stupid fucking song. But now I appreciate it because it's so stupid. You got to give us something. He, he did. He went, he went out on a limb. He's like, I'm going to make a song about how um, drunk girls will sometimes get horny for other girls. We love it. It and was I, edgy. I love that he tried it. I love I, that he And tried he it. did um, a Meow Mix commercial. Recently, he did a Meow Mix commercial. That's my favorite thing ever. Because when he popped out, I, I, I screamed. Yeah. I was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> meow, 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 meow. <laughs> Wait, that's Backstreet Boys. Wait, no. What's the Meow Mix commercial, though? But he's singing it. It sounds kind is of vague. JC? Oh, yes, it's JC, but the song is just kind of random. It's random boy band sounding stuff. Yes, it is. It's not an NSYNC song. Okay, I found it. (laughs) (laughs) Meow. Meow, meow, meow. No, I was was losing it. (laughs) This is a bop. (laughs) Meow, 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 meow. Yeah, it is... It sounds oh, there he is. Yeah. There he is. So it's a it's bunch Backstreet of, Boys sounding though. I well, have to say, well, it's in sync sounding. Yeah, I but guess. it it does it. Yeah, it's a, it's like early in sync. What's funny is yeah, this video is like a bunch of dancing cats, and then suddenly J C Chazé just pops up, and he looks good. He still looks great. Yeah. So we he, need to come back. We need to come back with J C Chazé. Let's get him back in the meow mix. Um, okay, let's do our final story. Um, this isn't like a long story or anything, but I okay. felt like we needed to report on this. And this is from an NBC affiliate, KMOV4. And a new judge was appointed to the Missouri Supreme Court, and her name is Ginger Gooch. Oh my God, I saw this. This woman's name is Ginger Gooch. That's an incredible name. Like, how do you, I mean, Jesus. You have to, no, I don't know anything about this woman. I'm only reporting on her name. She might be a terrible person. Um, I'm just obsessed with this woman's confidence to be like, I don't, I'm not going to change my name. I'm actually going to go into like public service. (laughs) A serious field? Into a very serious field, and people will know the name, Ginger Gooch. I like to think under her um, judge's robes, she's wearing like um, a showgirl, like an old school (laughs) showgirl stripper outfit. Yeah. Like Like from the 50s, you know? (laughs) It really, she does... She does kind of sound like a 50s burlesque star or something. Is there an image of her? Yeah, she... She, hold on. I'm going to be sad because she's not going to be a dyed redhead, is she? She's, oh, I had a picture of her. This, oh, okay. site, this site does have like um, a video, but. I don't want to see that. Google her. Okay, Google, I will. Well, I'm kind of afraid if, just make sure you spell it gooch and not cooch. Oh, yeah. Because you, I mean, you still might get something dirty for gooch. I mean, yeah. No, she's amazing. And I'm jealous. And yeah. I, I bet you a few drag queens are like, damn, that would have been good. It's a great drag name. <laughs> it's a great drag name. Again, we don't know this woman. We don't. We, she might be a shitty human being, but we love the name. It's a great name. And that's our final story. We'll be Bye. right back. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for the award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. 
With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. It's a festival of savings with big cash back at hundreds of stores. Don't miss headliners like Canon, Fenty Beauty, and Dyson. I can't wait to shop for all of my summer fashion and beauty needs, and we'll definitely be checking out Ulta and Adidas. Rakuten really is the best way to shop. You can really save by stacking cash back on top of other deals. And during Big Give Week, the cash back is bigger than ever. It's the time to shop for everything you need for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Membership is free, and it's all happening May 6th to May 13th. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost on top of Big Give Week cashback rates, go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Rakuten is the shopping platform to save while shopping. Well, Desi, I finally listened to a podcast that had been recommended in our Discord called Normal Gossip, and I'm really enjoying it. Oh, good. I, I want to be on this show. Is it... um? Do they have people come on and tell stories? No. How, how does it work? No. But Kelsey, the host, she does have a new guest on every week, sometimes two at a time. Hint, hint. Desi and I could both come on your show, Kelsey. Yeah. And she reads stories. Like she tells a story, like listener submitted stories. Okay. And their you know, names are obviously changed and locations are changed, obviously. But each story is like uniquely compelling in a very low stakes way. Right. So you can fully enjoy. And and I was like, and both Desi and I love tea and love like, you know, some gossip. Of course. We like knowing what's going on. And at first I was wondering, I'm like, will I be interested? Will I be invested in the gossip of people I don't know? And you'd be surprised. I was surprised. I'm not surprised. Because I already like gossip of people I don't know. <laughs> don't you? I mean, I do. I do. I just was. I just. You were wondering if the stories would be compelling enough, maybe. Yeah, and I think they are. I really think they are. Um, there have definitely been some particular ones that have stood out to me that I've really enjoyed, like a girl's trip gone wrong. Um, because you're getting so many different personalities, right? There. I mean, I can see how it can fall flat sometimes. If it's just not a story for you. I think she picks good stories. Yeah, and that's the key. If she has good taste, it's going to be good. And you get the other person, the co- the, the guest's reaction and opinions about like, no, this person sucks. Right. Or this person's in the wrong or here's what I would have done in this situation or why aren't they doing this? Like you get really frustrated with some of these characters in these stories sometimes. Right. Because they're making like, inexplicable decisions or um, they're just like wild personalities. Yeah. I think it's an interesting show and I'm enjoying listening. So thank you for the recommendation. I'm going to check it out. I had been, I've been meaning to for a while because I I have other people who have told me about it as well. Um, I forgot to say a few things about um, guest spots I did. First of all, I'm on Kara's podcast last week, um, Everyone's Business But Mine. So you should go listen to that, check that out. And I can't remember if I ever dropped the fact that I was on The Alarmist. We talked about that. We did? I okay. think so. I can't remember if I talked about it with you. But anyway, go check out that show. Um, it's a really fun show. 
and you can, I did an episode a few weeks ago. Yeah. I feel like the timing when it dropped, we had just recorded a mini. That's why I wasn't sure if I discussed it. Um, but I haven't listened to any new other podcasts, by the way. But I, I do want to um, listen to that gossip one. Um, I was just sick. Hmm. We're falling apart here. We're falling apart. We're in our falling apart era. Um, so, yeah, I do like the recommendations, though. I enjoy that. Um, I'm just bad about picking things up. Well, we've discussed this. It can be difficult to jump into a new podcast because you're not used to, you're not familiar with like the chemistry of the hosts or the flow of the podcast. Right. And you want to start with a good app and you want to have a good episode to start with, or you want to have an episode that represents like a typical episode of the show. Yes. Yes. Um, what else? What did you eat anything good before you got really (laughs) sick? Well, we did go to that Ototo. Yeah, we we went to Ototo and it was good. And then the next thing, it was like two days later. This didn't happen because of Ototo because I didn't get sick. And I dined there many times. Um, no, I didn't have anything else good. I did try you to didn't, eat. You didn't have any bland white rice that was just absolutely delicious? No, here's me on a stomach flu journey. I don't eat a lot. And then when I do, I'm like, what should I eat? And I'll eat something way too rich and make myself sick again. Mm, the classic. Because I don't know how to do normal. Yeah. <laughs> you can't just do saltines. I just, yeah, I need to be better. I need to get, I'm really craving a lot of um, fruits and vegetables. So I feel like I'm probably vitamin depleted. And I'm, you know, drinking my electrolyte water etc. So I'm going to try to get some salads. I try I did try to get some rolls before I came over here. Rolls? Like yeah, bread. Like bread. Yeah. Is that because we were talking about rolls in the group chat? No. I just Remember when we were talking yeah, about rolls? Yes. I I was like, "Oh, maybe a pretzel roll would be good because I live near a bakery <laughs> that has really good pretzel rolls." And it's, you know, kind of bland but it's flavorful. And then and you get there and you're like, I should get a pretzel roll with like a hot dog on it yeah. and like melted cheese. They do have a hot dog pretzel roll. Spicy mustard. Well, they were sold out already. Desi. So I was screwed. And so, I was like, well, forget it. I'll just, I have my little fucking tangerine. Mm, I'll eat in the car. That's sad. I know. I need to get some food before I like faint. Um, you know, you yeah. know it is. I know how it is, Des. You can't eat, but you're hungry. Yeah. And everything is sort of unappealing or bad for you. I'm sorry. Um, It's okay. We'll survive. We did we did have a great conversation about roles in the group chat. Wait, what What was was I I was like, why were we talking about roles? I think I think we said roles as in R-O-L-E-S, and then someone started thinking about roles. (laughs) Who was I think it was James. I think I it was think too, because I was like, okay. Because then I started thinking about Tony Roma's dinner rolls. Oh, right. See, I was in a, I was in my state when you guys were texting. I was texting you guys a lot. But I could tell I was you, always out of it, though. I could tell you were out of it. <laughs> I could tell you were feeling sick. I'm like, Desi's like, this is in between barfs that she's responding. No, I was like, uh, you guys would have this whole thing going, and I was like, I can't even catch up, and I would just say whatever was on topic at that moment. Yeah. I was like, I can't go back. You're like, yeah. No, I was in and out um, trying to participate, and um, yeah. No, roll, rolls just sound really good. So. Like a hot roll. Like Parker House rolls. But like, even then, I'm like, look at you. Like, Of course, you have to find the most buttery, rich roll. <laughs> it can't just be a plain ass. Have you had the Parker House rolls at Hippo? Yes, I have. Those are so good. I wish Ugh. I could just like get those, like a bag of those to go. Didn't we get them also at Connie and Ted's and they were really good? Yes. <sighs> I was thinking about Connie and Ted's recently. Like we haven't been there in a long time. I really want to go, but right now thinking no, you of can't seafood. Do seafood. <laughs> you can't do the, the seafood lover in you needs to chill. That's not something I'm going to eat right now. Okay. So peep game. Sorry. Um... <laughs> I've been thinking about Spanish food a lot lately. Oh, yeah. Because we were definitely having a conversation about Spanish food. Like, have we ever had, like, have we ever been to, like, an excellent Spanish restaurant before? Because, like, Spanish food is, like, I feel, like, really hot in L.A. right now. There's, like, 
I yeah. feel like there's just like a big like Spanish. There's a big one by me that's really popular. I know. And there's a big one by me that I haven't oh. been to yet. And there was like some Hilaria Baldwin news the other day. Oh, right. And I'm like, I need, why <laughs> now I need to get Spanish food. Because she's Spanish. Because she speaks <laughs> Spanish. What's wrong with her? I'm like still obsessed with that woman. I will never forget where she pretended she didn't know the word for cucumber. But she literally was like, how do you say cucumber? I can't. I was like, is this, like this is high art. <laughs> it's so crazy. We need to do an episode on her. <laughs> I, I just want to like, break I, it down. I just like can't believe like four years later, three years later, after it was like exposed that she wasn't Spanish or born in Barcelona, as she claimed. Mm. Oh, no, Mallorca. She said she yeah. was from Mallorca. That like I just um, I still find it fascinating. Like I'm still obsessed with that story. It's like I I can't believe it. I respect her now that she's continuing going down this path because it's so deranged. Yeah, it's kind of like at some point with a con artist, I'm like, okay, now you've earned my respect because <laughs> you're continuing to go down this road after you've been busted. Because there was never any. You got me. You're right. No. I, I did it because I wanted to feel more exotic. She's like in her little bubble and she loves it there and she's never leaving. I love that all of her children have Spanish names too. Why? She's like 10 kids. No, I I was thinking I she was like in the news a couple times like in the last or at least like she popped up in my news feed and I was like I want to try that new Spanish I restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. She probably doesn't even eat Spanish food. Because she's a vegan? I don't know. You just picture her diet being very, like, whatever. She's like smoothies, like goop stuff. She eats goop food? <laughs> she eats, like, goop food. No, I want, I want, they do paella Mondays at Bar Murano, mm. and, I, and I really want to try their paella, because I bet it's a good one. I want the paella rice. I'm the also, like, crispy. very unmeat right now. I don't want meat. You're not having a lot of meat? Well, because um, because of sick. my sickness, yeah, I don't want to deal with meat. And you're not you know, doing seafoods. Yeah, it's kind of like I want like um, the rice. That would be good because mm. I love that saffron crunchy rice. Right, that's so yummy. Yeah, but I'm not like I'm like I don't want like meat. That's yeah. where you get sick. That's right. <laughs> I can't. This is like you must be really sick for you to because you're like a carnivore. I mean, they have, at the same time, I'm like, I do need iron. Yeah. Probably. But we'll see. I'll be okay. I just need to put it with a lot of carbs, which is a really good way to do it. I had sap coffee shop yesterday. What? Thai food. Oh. It's like a famous Thai place in Hollywood. In Thai town. They're famous for their jade noodles. That sounds good. It's really good. I it has like noodles. roasted pork. Like barbecue pork on top mm, and duck. Yum. And they're like jade egg noodles. They're really good. I did get um, Din Tai Fung noodles a night ago. Just noodles. I got the plain vegetarian noodles. Damn. So you never like- get the vegetarian. <laughs> I got them plain. I just wanted to do like the most basic. That was yeah. like the most basic thing I could no, get I there. No, I get it. I get um, it. So, but I can't take you to Bar Murano because I don't think you'd be able to handle chorizo right now. Give me a week. I need mean, better. <laughs> I'll survive. <laughs> this, is very, this is very common when I get sick like that. I just want the most mild foods, but of course I still want flavor. Yeah. So I have to add something to it, um, but I want to keep it really like low, low key. Nothing too good. Have you had your ginger ale? Have you had any ginger ale? No, I did get some spindrift though. I, you know, when you're at that point where you can't keep anything down? Yes. So I was at that for a few days where I was just water. Damn. And I had to take the water slow. Ugh. Do you know what I mean? Hell. So no coffee? No. No. I had some a little bit this morning, but it wasn't that appealing to me. I was like, okay, let's, that's fine. I don't want to upset my stomach because I'm not eating that much. Yeah. And coffee in an empty stomach is really bad for me. It gets me really sick. And now we're in like a post-Halloween depression too. Yeah. This is like the saddest mini episode we've ever done. Well, I am starting to plan for Thanksgiving because I don't know if I told you, but we're doing a very untraditional Thanksgiving. What? How do you feel about that? 
I'm excited because I told you before, I'm not like the hugest turkey fan. Yeah. And we kind of um, decided that we're going to do um, a very intense uh, Asian slash Chinese themed Thanksgiving. And what I'm doing is replacing each traditional dish that we normally make with something that is, um, you know, from my wok cookbook that I have that's really good or other things. So we're going to get like hand pulled noodles too. So we're going to do some kind of noodle dish and it's going to be really good. And so I'm excited finding recipes. Um, I found this really good whole article on someone who did like a Chinese themed Thanksgiving because a lot of Chinese families do that. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So it's, it's been interesting. I like that. I like when um, like their ethnicity will influence various dishes in their Thanksgiving. I think that's cool. Yeah, it's been interesting to see how many... Because I didn't know if anyone did it. I was like, we'll just have to figure it out. But I was like, oh, actually, a lot of people do it this way. It's sort of like how we always have a challah on Thanksgiving. Yes, and I'm sure every culture in America adds their own, you know, dish from there. Like tamales. Yes. And like Italians will have like a fucking lasagna or something. Well, Italians have a very... Yeah, I've seen a lot of Italian families have very like... Elaborate. Elaborate... What's that thing they do in December? It's like the seven fishes. Yeah, it's the seven fishes. (laughs) I think that's awesome. I do too. So it's been definitely interesting planning it and reading how many people do it and finding recipes. Um, And it's going to be fun, I think. And so I'm I'm looking at desserts because I'm going to do like, you know... I saw like some this guy who had his Thanksgiving, he did like a milk tea bread pudding that looked really good. Ooh. What's that? Who's the chef? I've got to find his name. It was like a Bon Appetit um, Chinese Thanksgiving menu. If you search for it, you'll find it. I I can't remember his name. He's not someone I was familiar with before, but I loved his menu. It was like excellent. Like he did these like Hasselback uh, Japanese sweet potato. It just looked, everything was so, I loved like, here's our version of the sweet potato casserole or whatever. Like that kind of stuff was really great. I think that it'll sounds be fun. fun. Yeah. All right, something something to look forward to Thanksgiving. Yeah, but I am kind of like oh, I will miss this and that, but whatever. We will be back soon for our main episode. Again, apologies, we're late this week. We had some unforeseen circumstances that just like took us back. It just took us on a roller coaster, and we apologize. Go to our Patreon if you want bonus content or ad-free episodes. Every episode on Patreon is ad-free. Yeah. Everything there is ad-free. And we uploaded a great bonus episode about haunted attractions. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, So thank you for your patience. We'll see you. Bye. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.